right, this is Ronan Geek Official Podcast, episode 82, or is it episode 83? Oh, we're starting. So, well, yeah, I guess we'll just wait for Adam to get here then, So, because just because we got to get something going here. And uh, actually, I started a, a group uh, on Facebook, So, because groups are the thing now. Pages are pages are passe. They're, they're gone. Nobody's doing them anymore. So I started a group yesterday. So anyone who listens to Ronan Geek and Fish podcast, feel free to request to join. But just be aware, it is not a place for the faint of heart. Or the, uh, what, those sensitive to vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or someone who doesn't like their favorite properties and heroes getting absolutely roasted on a regular basis and favorite video games. Yeah. So, because that's going to happen. <laughs> that almost always happens. Actually, that's mostly what our Facebook page is, just memes making fun of stuff uh, and paying homage to stuff within uh, gaming, TV, and movies and comics. So, I think uh, it's going to be a good partner place. Please join up if, if you're a listener and, and you just want to see the, the craziness take place. So, I'm in there and we got some other uh, some other founding members from Patreon in there as well. And it uh, should be a lot of fun. should be a lot of fun. So, anyway, we'll call this episode 82 of Running Geek Fish Podcast. we got a few things to talk about today. At least a couple things. Yeah, at least a couple things. One of those couple things is going to be the Sonic movie. We finally saw it. Oh, yeah. We should definitely start with yeah, that. Yeah, we only traveled like 1,600 miles to do it. Yeah, we went <laughs> We went all the way south in the States to yeah. go uh, see this movie. <laughs> Rob was like, hey, you want to see this movie? And I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to see it unless we're in Davenport, Orlando, Florida. <laughs> so that's where we went. <laughs> and, uh, and it was a great time. Uh, great times were had. We saw the movie. It is everything it's cracked up to be. And, and We did drink beforehand. And we did drink beforehand. And I was already pretty well lit before we even left the house. So uh, <laughs> so I especially had a very good time. <laughs> That's true. I, I go into this house and I was like, I see you in the corner in a, a like a like a lounging chair with a, a open beer can. You're like, yeah, I think that this is like whatever number or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to see Sonic. So <laughs> we're going to make sure it's a good time. So good times were had all around. And so we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk a little bit about Rob you visited Galaxy's Edge how many times? Three? Yeah, probably. Three times well, okay, in so a that's week. A, that's a little misleading uh, for different reasons. <laughs> the first time I was there was just to go on the rides. Yeah. Well, ride. Yeah. Because I could only get on Smuggler's Edge. Or Smuggler's Run. Yeah, and you'll have to... You, so part of this conversation will have to be talking about how they're different and then how hard it was to get into the second one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I could definitely kind of go over some of the trials and tribulations of that. Per se, yeah. I'll talk a little bit about kind of the the intro and everything that leads up to getting on the actual ride. Good, good. Uh, Because there is some stuff that happens before the actual ride. And while that, we'll take it as spoiler, because if you want to go in completely with your blinders on, which I actually fully endorse and recommend, then don't listen to me talk about it. Well, I'll timestamp the Galaxy's Edge conversation so people can Uh skip it if, if they intend to. Otherwise, you can listen along and then just have even more to look forward to when you go down there, so... Yeah, no, yeah, for yeah. sure. And it, it, it uh, as a Star Wars fan, having been on all of that uh, ride content, it was good. It was, uh, it was definitely worthwhile, uh, for sure. Yeah, and it was actually kind of entertaining. Um, and this wasn't really surprising, but I, but I wasn't ready for it. Uh, I actually went back on Star Tours. I think I must have rode that ride like six times. Yeah, and because the line was just so damn short. Right. <laughs> well, hell yeah, man! Keep uh, jumping on. So, uh, and and that one's the older, older, like way, way old. Yeah. Like, original series, that's when the ride was out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, they've developed it since then, and they've actually added even the most current movie content to that ride. That used to be um, at Epcot, didn't it? No, no, it's uh, been at Hollywood. Uh, really? The whole time. Because I remember yeah. doing that. Is that the one with the Death Star Trench Run? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I've, I've been anymore. on that. Not yeah. anymore. Not anymore, yes. though? Yeah, that, it was. I, I did that back when it was the Death Star Trench and Run. And that's when uh, you had DJ Rex. Yep. So he's now DJ Rex. He's just Rex the pilot. At yeah, that yeah. Point. That's right. Yeah, he was yeah. a robot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And now it's uh, now it's piloted by C three PO. Oh, interesting. Well, it's probably all piloted by R two. I think C three PO is sitting there. C three PO, human cyborg relations. C three PO. Okay, very good. <laughs> so, uh, so we'll get more into that as well, and then uh, just some news items. I got a couple news beats that we can cover as well, and uh, some exciting stuff going on. I, I haven't had a chance to look up a lot of news, but I don't think there's been a lot of news. Uh, we're all just kind of waiting here for a couple big game releases coming up. Doom is next week, and I think Animal Crossing's the week after. Uh, yeah. Or the, no, wait, they're the same day. They're they're March twentieth. Yeah, Doom and and Animal Crossing. Yes, yeah. I mean they're, they're not really conflicting markets. The perfect pairing <laughs> of release titles. <laughs> Everybody's getting something on that day. What's funny is a lot of people would be prone to getting both. 
So I, yeah. I'd be one of them. I'd be interested in both. So I'm, yeah. I'm only getting Animal Crossing at that day. So I'll have that to talk about. But uh, but yeah, I, I probably won't get Doom right off the bat. Uh, I'm actually probably going to do something a little bit uh, controversial. I'm actually considering getting Doom on Stadia. Oh, that's right. But Stadia has uh, been going well for you. Though. Well, Stadia has been going well for me. And I know that Doom's going to be on it. Yeah. And my computer could run it fine on, on the fullest settings. I don't think that would be a problem. I'm actually going to be doing an upgrade for that soon. But the big thing I want to do is I want to really press on Stadia and see how it uh, pans out for Doom. Okay, okay. Because like that'll be a good test of endurance. Because yeah. I will play that full game through. And I will find, if there's any problems with Stadia, I will find it during that playthrough. Yeah. Um, I wonder how much it's going to cost on Stadia. Probably no more than anything else. Because uh, I, I would think it would cost less. I would hope it would cost less because Stadia's got to try and pull people in somehow. And that's yeah. a good release to do it with. Uh, now, does Stadia have any kind of framework built into it for rankings or friends or anything like that? Is there like a social uh, yeah, network so built into it? Oh, yeah. You can connect all of your Google shit into Stadia. Oh, but what, uh, what's what's the Google officiated profile now that you would use for that? Google Play Games. Um, I, sorry, I've actually got it set up at home. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I'd be curious exactly what it is. So, because obviously with Steam, if if you were to say get this game on Steam as as an alternative, yeah, uh, you obviously have the whole Steam ecosystem to kind of back that up. If you get it on PlayStation, Xbox, same thing. You have a whole built-in ecosystem to kind of back those up. That's a really good question, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I, be, I, I'd just be curious how it integrates, yeah. I assume that it's just going to integrate with the PC audience. That makes sense. That would make the most yeah. sense to me. Yeah. Um, but what if it's only Google Play Games people? So it's like you and then a bunch of people playing like so Clash of Clans. So me and Clans. like five other people? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would hope that's not the case. Wow, that's a really good point, actually. Yeah. I'm going to do a little bit of research before I make yeah, that curious. purchase now. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about totally it next back, time. Then. I'm going to totally backpedal on that, potentially. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll talk about that next time, then. So in the meantime, I do have some news beats uh, in terms of updates on Marvel properties. So I, I don't know if you'd heard this or not. However, the six-episode run of WandaVision has had its release date moved up to December 2020. So it was originally supposed to be a Q2 release for 2021. They're probably doing uh, quality assurance, I would assume. I could be wrong. Oh, no, it's moved up. Oh, it's moved up. It's moved up. Oh, shit. I, I was like... Yeah, just phased. finished filming uh, like two weeks ago. I saw the, the set photos. That means they're going to they're gonna toss this thing together in uh, about eight months. Oh, that's, that's actually kind of fascinating because I wonder if the reason for that is to justify the subscription continuity for Disney+. Plus. Probably. And and I think uh, Disney they, Plus otherwise they'd big, have a dead spot there, right? I think they already have a dead spot, and I bet I haven't seen any reports yet. But I would bet they're seeing a drop off after Mando finished. So I bet they're seeing a huge drop off. And uh, I would imagine that in this case you get Falcon and Winter Soldier in August, and then you get this in December, and that might carry us through into next year, well into next year by the end of January then. Well, here's the crazy thing that I thought, uh, that I sort of saw about this. The, the WandaVision's only six episodes long, which I didn't realize it was going to be that short of a series. Yeah, no, I didn't know that either. That's but a, I, mean, I mean, six episodes, Mandalorian was, what, eight? Eight, yep. So it seems like Disney's going for quality, not quantity. In in speaking of quality, so well, the I budget... Well, I they're going for quality, not Well, quality. yeah, the, the budget for this is actually $150 million. Wow. So then I went and looked up Falcon and Winter Soldier, because I was curious, well, I thought... That was going to be a longer series and not such a limited run. It is also a six-episode run for $150 million. Wow. Yeah. That's and... <laughs> uh, that's impressive because, I mean, if you fuck up uh, a series, that's $150 million. Yeah. That's going to be effectively unaccounted for. Isn't that crazy, man? And so, so for perspective here, uh, Game of Thrones had a six-episode final season that cost HBO $90 million to produce. And at the time, that seemed like such a big yeah, deal. Yeah, it was you know? a big deal. No, well, it yeah. was a big deal. Yeah, like, yeah. There's no question about it. And we're less than a year after that. And now we're talking about shows that are coming out with a budget of $150 million. For more perspective, uh, the first season of The Witcher cost Netflix in the neighborhood of $120 million to produce. And The Mandalorian also cost $120 million to produce for eight episodes. So both The Witcher and Mando were eight episodes, meaning the Marvel TV series is going in $25 million per episode versus the $15 million per episode coming from Witcher and Mando. But I think Mando's funding got pushed up. Too. Oh, absolutely! Uh, yeah, and also yeah. Uh, because like they were trying something very new with Mandalorian, yep. so they yep. had no idea how that was going to play out. 
Um, I think they, as things started to develop, they got an idea of how it was going to play yeah. out. But you know. And the other thing with Mando, too, and, and that we didn't know at the time, was they were actually, in producing that show, they developed a completely new way to film live-action television in doing yeah. so, right? Because they developed that. It's it's basically, it's a huge screen, like a huge LCD screen, that complete, or LED screen that completely wraps the entire set. So it's like a giant, you know, 20k resolution screen that wraps yeah. the entire set and uh, and and the backgrounds are live so yes. on that background so it's like the actors aren't acting in front of a screen they're which... acting yeah not a green screen they're not getting uh, prop fucked right yeah they're right. getting they're getting some immersion from the actual environment and that's actually really exciting that's actually no, such cool. a cool development and, and i'm very impressed by it so i i think in this case it, it just it makes sense that things have gone this way and obviously marvel uh, every time they've pumped more money into a Marvel property, they've certainly got their return on investment. Yeah. So I, th- I think at this point, it's almost like like a too-big-to-fail kind of situation. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and I think they'll find some level of success. But I think you're right in so much as they moved it up just to maintain the, uh, the subscription rate. I would, so. I would assume that's why they've done it. Uh, there's actually some other good stuff, though. I've actually been watching some stuff on Disney+. Plus. Uh, that I've actually been really enjoying. Yeah. Uh, but I'll uh, I'll talk more about that and playing and watching. Oh, yeah, I did start watching Imagineering when we were in Florida, and I didn't get to finish it. Oh, you so. Get, yeah, so I haven't watched that yet, but I know that that's good. because It's super I've, good. I've yeah. been hearing that from multiple people. Yep. Um, all who I know have similar intro, uh, yeah. tastes as for me. People, like, for people who never really thought about, like, just the sheer amount of, like, vision and creativity and just foresight that came from these from these early developers of like the Disney like Disneyland Park and and Disney World Park. Like, like Walt or just like the other people. Walt and the team. whole crew. Like yeah. th- these are brilliant oh, people. Did you know Walt is uh his father is from uh just north of London. Here. Oh no kidding. Yeah, so he's Canadian, half Canadian. Yeah. I didn't know that. Walt Disney is half Canadian. No, yeah. they didn't mention that in the show. Yeah, yet, no, but... they mentioned to me at the park actually talking about the people there. Yeah, yeah. And like I didn't even know that Disneyland outdates Disney World. Yeah. I thought Disney World was the first park. No. No. That's yeah. See, that's weird. Okay, so there's a few things in there that I realized right off the bat that I just had no clue about. But it's crazy in so much as they have some of the animators uh, who worked on, say, like you know, Snow White and Bambi. Yeah, uh, are sort of cross trained to help them develop these huge sets for these for these attractions and yeah. rides and things. And it's it's the same guys though and the same ladies doing all of this work. Didn't they bring a lot of the set designers that worked on the Star Wars stuff into for Galaxy's Edge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, they did. Yeah, which, it, which it, makes it, sense if you look at like the the there's like live props. In, yeah. in the park, they look like they were literally pulled off of a set yeah. and, and dropped there. <laughs> and the cool thing about that concept is, well, it's kind of like a philosophy, but the idea of like, okay, so, you know, company A wants to build a theme park, so they hire a bunch of engineers and architects, and they design, for all intents and purposes, a building and a place, you know what I yeah. mean? But then Walt Disney kind of flipped that on its head because he said, well, like, we could do that, but they've already tried it before, and theme parks were kind of already a thing. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah and they weren't doing well at the time either. So he thought, why wouldn't we just bring in the creative people who helped make all of these animated features a, a great success, right? Yeah. And uh, and have them do it. That's what he did, and it turned out perfect. <laughs> yeah, so. no, it, it, it's it's staggering actually. And the, I'll talk a lot more about like to that mentality because it screams out in uh, in Galaxy's Edge, uh, and not just the ride, but getting on the ride. Yeah, like there's, that's the one thing I love about it. So I've gone to like Cedar Point, uh, over in the states, amazing roller coaster theme park. Oh, totally. Like almost unparalleled but from the any theme, other ones. But I've the been. theme is roller but there's coasters. no theme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's no theme. Right, yeah. you're you're standing in a line. There's a fan, and you're there's a bunch of colored bars, and you go through the crowds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're you're like cattle, right? Right. Um, yeah, the the rides are called like the Raptor. And yeah. Millennium Force and other random things that don't mean anything. The, yeah, there's no real purpose yeah. behind the name. I think the only theme thing they ever had there was the kids' area. It was Snoopy themed. Yeah, yeah, at yeah. one time, so it was kind of Six Flags ish. Yeah, uh, to to some extent, but it never it never became a full Six thing. Flags park because yeah. it was privately owned, right? Right. And uh, and uh, so that that's the park that I grew up with was was Cedar Point. Man, I was there right. multiple times a year growing up. Oh yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. I mean, even uh, from here because we're not that far. Right. Uh, we, yeah. We'd, like pile a bunch of our. Uh, Teen smelly selves into a yeah. car. Oh, you there. guys are way closer to Cedar Point from Windsor than you are to uh, Canada's Wonderland. Yeah, and Vaughn. So yeah. yeah, and I've been to Canada's Wonderland too. Nothing, I've never nothing been. wrong. With, it's, never not, been. No, it's not bad. There's yeah. a couple of really good rides there. Cool. There's one that was uh, I think it's called like the Mine something now. Yeah, yeah. It used to be Top Gun. Okay. Uh, really, really fun ride. Cool. Uh, but there's like I, I'm 
I'm sorry, I'm doing no service to Canada's Wonderland right now because there's actually a, <laughs> there's a ton of better rides. It's the best park in the world. Uh, but that uh, that ride actually started me getting over my fear of roller coasters. No okay. that ride. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, just before we move on to that, then just one last bit of perspective on on the Marvel net uh, the Marvel and uh, uh, Netflix situation here. So for the last bit of perspective, Netflix spent about forty million dollars per series of its marvel runs so that's each season of like daredevil jessica jones iron fist luke cage Defenders. so they one-third phoned it in one-third but even <laughs> less because they were for 13 episode runs so they were they oh, were about yeah. three million per episode and then now shows are being produced at 25 million per episode yeah that is wild well if you once you start factoring in all of the ancillary stuff that comes with it merchandising things like that like that that's where they make their money oh merchandising totally. because totally. like they make shit for dirt cheap yeah mass manufactured and they sell it at a surplus right like i mean you go anywhere to get like a legit marvel like figurine you're paying out of pocket yeah a decent amount oh totally um, totally and well then, that well then, that, look at, like, and then and then dude they sold oh oh well, look who it is look oh, hi adam how you doing how are you we're talking like this now. We're doing the whole show like this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Have a seat. Feel free. Actually, in a moment, too, I'll take the opportunity to unplug mic four. <laughs> so, because we're not even using that one today. So, anyway, yeah, it's just it's just interesting. What were we talking about? Uh, parks, roller coasters, yada, yada, yada. yada yeah, yada, yeah. Yada. It's just interesting to see the, the proliferation of total cost coming from there. Oh, oh I was, yeah. was going to say, a lot of the licensing and what they make off of licensing also comes from... Uh, just like you know the the Taco Bell deals, the Burger King deals, the the, well, the Funko Pop, yeah, the Funko Pops, right? Is Which, the Funko Pop huge there now? Funko Pops huge everywhere, dude. It's it's true, it's but I didn't know if they necessarily yeah. Are you kidding me? There, there's so many Baby Yoda Funko Pops that I saw. Oh, oh yeah, my yeah, god, yeah. yeah, no, and I I didn't just see them. I saw them everywhere, and I'm not talking about like just like in a box. Kids like whipping them around all over. Oh, the dude, parks. the baby the Baby like, Yoda merchandising. Them? Uh, one kid, yes. The baby, oh, okay. the baby Yoda merchandising is is going through the roof, man. It's going yeah. through the roof. So it's all pervasive. It's everywhere. Doesn't surprise me. Actually, uh, hold hold the recording for one second. So with that, then we'll go ahead and get into the Galaxy's Edge topic. So I'll timestamp this just in case anyone wants to avoid spoilers because they're going themselves. Uh, we'll try not to spoil every last detail, but certainly there's going to be a lot in here. If you want to go in fresh, don't listen to this. If you want to go in not having any idea about what to expect, don't listen to this next bit. It's timestamped. The next bit is timestamped, so you can yeah. skip it. And just as a quick uh, four thing, if you are a Star Wars fan, you will like it. I'll just tell you that now. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That's good to know. They did a good job. Um, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And they, they, it's the little details that their de- art department did that was like phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. So they're 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 pressing all the nostalgia buttons. Oh, totally. Yeah. Well, my like, nostalgia buttons are my nipples. So I mean, they're gonna press those. That, but they were not afraid to go anywhere. They, okay. They'd go <laughs> right up. <laughs> They'll go right in. Yeah. Two little fingers poking out. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I'm loving it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I didn't get to make it down there. Uh, I did go to Florida, however. Uh, for me, the, the the holdup was one year old. So it turns yeah. out, well, that's yeah, yeah, happen. vacationing with a one year old is is beyond exhausting. Like, dude, I lost almost ten pounds. Like, I was <laughs> I was absolutely exhausted the entire yeah. time. So we did make it to. Uh, we did one of the after hours. Uh, things. Yeah, which, we, one, which part did you go to? Well, we ended up doing the Magic Kingdom one because the night that the okay. that the animal that the Animal Kingdom one was going on, it was really cold out. So yes, yeah, yeah, I was uh, I was there for that. You guys were leaving the park when it was really cold, so yeah. and we would have been just arriving, right? Yes. And uh, so we ended up doing on Monday. We did the um, Magic Kingdom after hours, and uh, it's only a three hour event, so uh, we had limited time. So we started off with the fireworks ceremony at eight. So because you get in, you yep. can get in from seven. So we started with the fireworks ceremony at eight. It's a gorgeous ceremony. Oh yeah, oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. They they project so the whole much thing money under every them. night. Oh it's, my god! Oh, just in fireworks. It's crazy that we sit here at the you know because we have the fireworks, one of the biggest displays in the world, one of not the biggest, yeah. but I think it's the biggest in North America. I bet it is. I the think Detroit it is one, the Detroit yeah. one here. Yeah, and that's a lot of money. And you think they do that every it's three million night dollars? At Disney. It's three, yeah. it's three million dollars for that one. For and, and it, yeah, the Detroit one is bigger though. I'll give them that. So this this one is kind of spaced out over like fifteen minutes because they have an actual production that's being projected onto the castle. Cinder, onto the castle. Oh, so, so the, the castle literally changes color 
like Holy multiple shit. times. Like, it's crazy. It's, it's insane. Like at some one point, it looks like it's a clockwork castle. Yeah, like there's cool. some really cool shit they do, and yeah. like it's all themed after each of the different movies and animations. Oh, and, and they stuff. have all of the major properties included in there. There's like yeah. a song bit from each of the major properties. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, what I thought was really crazy about that, though, because I was kind of looking around as it was going on, trying to figure out where it's being projected from, and there was nothing behind me. <laughs> so I have to imagine that it's being projected on an angle in yeah. front of the castle, which means that the animation. Had to have been made Skewed. at an angle. Skewed. At an angle. Yeah. Well, actually, Which no, it was blows probably, my it mind. It was probably made straight on, and then they just tilted it for the projector yeah. to get it lined but up. They probably just... did it straight on and then yeah, had a computer yeah. figure yeah. it, it out. It just blows my mind the level of foresight, though, that went into this. Because not only can you not find where these projections are coming from, wherever they're coming from uh, I is think they're probably in the moat. difficult. I think I saw a couple of them. Oh, moat. really? In the moat? Yeah, 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 yeah. The moat was drained when I was there. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. Yeah, it was weird. Only part of it, though. Only part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, so anyway, it, it was a great experience. We just did, we did like 15 rides in that three hour span or yeah. like two and a half hours. So we pounded out ride after ride after well, ride. That's the best part about after hours. Yeah. You can get in the park and it's like no bullshit. It's like just get on the ride. Well, there's only a few hundred people in the park. So it was us and then they're giving you the free ice cream, free ice cream, free ice cream that. sandwiches, cool. free popcorn, free At pop. Night? Yeah. yeah, every so night it's, for after hours. Uh, so uh, not every they it's don't its do own it, ticket. They don't do it every night, but it's its own ticket, and you just go for a shorter time period. Mm-hmm. But there's like nobody at the park. That sounds so you, great. It is it's great. so cool. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna tell you about it, but yeah, anyway, this yeah. sounds like right up my alley. Nighttime, yeah. no sun, no people, and it, yeah. it's like it's shorter time, but you can cover literally the entire park a couple times over in that period of time. That's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we did that, and uh, and I loved it. And it was it was great for us as parents because, like, we put the baby down, and then we left, and then we went and did the park, and it was just, it worked out really well. Yeah. So, um, so it wasn't a tough night for my in-laws <laughs> who yeah. were watching the baby down there. Oh, they, they've had so many kids, dude. Don't worry about them. They'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. that's true. That's true. Yeah, they're, they're the experts here, the eminent experts. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, honestly, it was a lot of fun. But that was my only park experience I got to have when I was down there. Otherwise, a lot of running around and seeing Florida. Uh, different areas of Orlando and Winter yeah. Park and places like that. We we did a Winter Park on uh, the St. Paddy's Day celebration thing. Oh, uh, so Pleasure was, Beach? You mean? No, no, uh, Winter Park. It's the um, it's like a really nice suburb down there in Orlando. Oh, yeah, shit. Super so you're ni- telling me about that? You guys went yeah, on the super uh, nice area, the river boat or whatever. Was that when, when you guys? No, did we that? didn't end up doing that. Oh, you didn't end up doing no, that? No, no. I did. I, I didn't want to take the baby on that because, like, yeah, okay, okay, so you go on there even for an hour, trying to keep her in one place. Good luck for an hour. Yeah. Oh my god, it's just I couldn't think of a more exhausting proposition yeah. than trying to wrestle this baby into place uh, for an entire hour. So anyway, so we took her there and let her walk around and play in the park and all that stuff, and it yeah. was perfect. But uh, anyway, so that was mine. But yours. Was definitely more exciting. Okay, okay, yeah, you did. Exciting. You did all the things. Yeah, I did. I did yeah, the whole you things. were the child that and your then, mom brought. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty like, much. And my, and my, hey, my mom was there. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she's she's in on the action though. That's the thing with yeah. her. Is, yeah, yeah. So his, yeah. his mom is like she she wants to have the same experience so as, as he's having. We've known yeah. you for his entire life. And Amanda and I were discussing, uh, you know, your history with Disney, and we realized it's not necessarily that you like Disney. Your mom loves Disney, and you were an excuse to go. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> yeah. no. That's one hundred percent true. And now yeah. she just doesn't care anymore. So she just goes on whenever. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> She'll go with her friends and whatnot. Nice. Well, she's got like an annual pass, so why wouldn't she? Oh right? yeah, for sure. Dude, the annual pass, by the way, crazy good for, value. Well, especially uh, for Canadians, you actually there's a Canadian version that's uh, a really good value. No kidding. Yeah. Because Amanda and I have like a, like a, a a ten a ten park ten B park pass. It's mm-hmm. like 10 park, 10 water park pass. And we've barely used any of it, but that didn't apply for the after hours. So we had to buy the tickets separate for after hours, yeah. which is fine because it just saved our regular tickets. But we got those at a discount back in like 2014, and we just really haven't used them at all, right? So it's just- I, didn't even, uh, I thought it was a new thing. I didn't even know after hours until this time I went. Yeah. No, I, I didn't hear about it until this year. Uh, and then I also heard about there's like the the other thing, and I'm not sure how new that is, where you pay like a shit ton of money and you get like escorted around the park even during the day. Oh, dude. And they will bring you straight to the launching point of the ride. My my, my in laws are doing that, and they also take you underground. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, take, yeah, you, they uh, take to, you through the tunnels. To Disney Underground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sounds and, like next and, time and I go to Disney, scenes. I know what I'm shelling out yeah, for. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's a shit ton of money. But like, if you go with more people, you can spread it over those people. They take you in a limo, and then you're like, they're like, where do you want to go? Oh, like, my God. Like, we want to go here on this. Ride and they're like, okay. And Mickey Mouse and is you. driving, buddy. Minnie's no, mixing Mickey the drinks. Minnie's mixing the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Bro. Goofy, she's like, let's get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my god, have you seen the Lance Goofy? Lance sloppy. <laughs> you guys see Goofy in the new animation, uh, which I've been watching on Disney Plus? He looks like he has seen better days. <laughs> he looks like he's an addict. <laughs> it's not. It's not a pretty. Yuck, pretty who's look. got the meth? <laughs> like him and him and Pete. Not good. Not oh good. my god! You gotta uh, hit him with some of that methadone, man. <laughs> yeah, so definitely check that out. But either way, I'll talk about that one. So Galaxy's Edge, I'm interested. Yeah, in Galaxy's shit. Edge. Okay, so uh, uh, I go in first time into Galaxy's Edge, and there's a couple ways that you can go into that area. Um, one, the one that I went through is like this giant, like concrete tunnel that you walk into. And as soon as you walk into it, you know that there's a big shift happening in where you are in the park because you you're in the Muppets area. <laughs> Uh, Interesting. So, so, like, you see, like, uh, the uh, New York uh, Miss Piggy like, Kermit fountain. The frog. Yeah, yeah, Kermit the Frog. So, that whole Muppets 3D thing, which is to this day still pretty good. So, definitely go on that. Uh, if you go right past it, you go into Galaxy's Edge. And when you start going into Galaxy's Edge, all of the things change. The lighting is all Star Wars style lighting. Like it the, sounds like the they tried physical... to make it more of a gradient change than it is. abrupt. Well, it it's abrupt, but the it's like a fast gradient, right? Yeah. So like as you go through this tunnel, that's the shifting point. Yeah. Oh. And when you come out of the tunnel, you're in Galaxy's Edge. That's and cool. at from that point forward, it's all Star Wars. And so you don't you can't see there's no eye lining to another park like all you see is galaxy's edge yeah yeah pretty much because uh galaxy's edge also has a lot of mountains and stuff because you're in uh black spire outpost and that's supposed to be like uh like sh- uh sheer mountains and uh these giant uh trees which obviously they didn't really replicate the trees but <laughs> not not a big deal i'm just a huge they're behind fan. the mountains <laughs> they're behind the mountains they're that's all you are. need to do yeah um <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so going in, uh, the first thing you're going to encounter from that direction on your left is going to be the Rise of the Resistance, which is the big ride. That's the the like keynote ride, the, yeah. the flagship. And there is so much to say about that, but I'm going to kind of get back to it. So you go past that, and that's known as the Old Outpost. Uh, it's got like a one of those nice uh, anti-infantry turrets sitting out in front of it, nice, similar nice. to the one you've seen on Hoth, but like it's... The double cannon? Yeah, but it's yeah. the better one, yeah. Um... You go past that, and then you'll actually run into an area where they've got these two, uh, a couple of speeders in, like, a garage. And, like, one of them's, like, a total junker, and it's, like, clearly made of, like, spare parts and shit. And it looks, like, almost like a dune buggy. Mm-hmm. And you see, like, the one similar to the, the one that Luke used in Episode Four, which is mm-hmm. the X-34 land speeder. Uh, and then right past that, you'll see an A-Wing that is... Uh, from the current, uh, from the Cold War era, so the new movies, like a full-sized A-wing, full-size. Holy oh, yeah. shit! Oh, that's not even the start. <laughs> so to scale, A-wing, uh, sitting out there, and it looks gorgeous. Uh, looks absolutely. It's so cool. So nice. Uh, right across from that is an X-wing, also life-size. Wow! <laughs> holy shit! Sweet. Uh, and it is the the new T seventy five. Pose. There. Pose. Uh, oh, so same same uh, make as Pose. Okay. Okay. Um, so it's the newer version. Yeah, but you actually do see Pose too in a different place, also life scale with okay. BB eight in it, and he's actually operational. Oh, that's cute. It's, that's yeah, crazy, cute. man. Uh, but that's part of the Rise of Resistance ride. I'll get back to that. Um, so Pat, if you go past that, you get to the marketplace and the marketplace is done up like a star Wars marketplace. Yeah. I've seen pictures of it. Pictures yeah. and videos. Uh, they've actually got a lot of stalls that have like a bunch of ancillary things, like little wooden carvings of like loath cats and stuff like that. Mm. And like porgs and other But some of that creatures. stuff looks like the coolest stuff to buy, oh, but you can't buy it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like, like oh, I man. would have totally bought a little wooden loath cat if yeah. I could have, but I, but I couldn't. So. <laughs> Uh, but you can actually buy stuffed loaf cats too. There. Okay, okay, that's good. And like a bunch of other animals and creatures from like Rebels and stuff like that. Like it's weird because they have a lot of stuff from the animated series in the marketplace. Oh, that's good. And like all throughout too, the the areas where you make like the little plastic lightsabers, not the two hundred fucking dollar ones. Uh, the little plastic ones it even has the blueprints for Kanan Jarrus's lightsaber, and he's the main Jedi in uh, from Rebels. In Rebels, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I like that they're starting to integrate a lot of their animated stuff yeah. into it as well, which has been cool. And actually, one of the main characters on one of the rides is also from uh, Clone Wars and Rebels. That's right, yeah. Uh, which I'll get to in a second. So you go through there. Uh, there's a bunch of different stalls that have a bunch of different things. You can get everything from like a clip-on porg that sits on your shoulder. That's cute. Uh, or a Kawikian monkey lizard, the thing that Jabba has, the little annoying oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can get that. And it actually, you have a little pump thing on that you can put in your pocket. Whenever you press it, the uh, monkey lizard starts like 
chirping and like wobbling. <laughs> and stuff oh, like that's that. cute. That's great. I want my own salacious crumb. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, and then so the b- bunch of other random shit like that, some clothing stuff like that. They were roasting those guys, by the way, on Navarro in Mandalorian, yeah. which was a hilarious yes, yeah. scene. Yeah, they were. <laughs> uh, speaking of things roasting on a spit, uh, the next thing you go out of the uh, marketplace is a area where you can get these things called, uh, which I think are the best food there, Ronto wraps. It's essentially like a hot sausage with other meat stuff yeah. made into a wrap with like uh, some slaw and stuff like that. Just, Ronto, of course, it, is the long-necked, four-legged creature that yeah. they show in the in Le- the leathery draft. Yeah, in yeah. the redraft of the original films in yeah. Tatooine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah. very tall. The one, uh, the, the, it's in tall the scene and on Tatooine where like it throws one of the Jawas off yes. or something. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. That's a Ronto. So, so yeah, they're yeah. also <laughs> delicious, apparently. So on the on the split on the sticks outside there, you see like a bunch of things. I think they're. Uh, I want to say they're from Naboo. Um, anyway, but a bunch of different creatures on spits spinning. Yeah, they're cooking, uh, and one of the uh, there's a droid cooking them, and he's like just chattering and yeah. like, talking as he's doing this. Uh, but I was like, oh, so he's like he's cooking them, but I didn't realize what was in the room cooking them because I wasn't paying attention the first time I was in there. But after that, I've since seen it's uh, there's a, like a bottom plate, and the plate's being heated by an engine. That goes the whole middle of the whole thing. Like I just a, didn't like look up the first yeah. time. A starship engine. Yeah. And it's, the idea is that the thruster is burning down so the they, plate like, they to m- cook things. They made like a... Like it, it, the, the lore to this cook place is that they took an old derelict engine yeah. and made it into a stove. And made it into a, a, <laughs> a barbecue. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. It, but it turns on. The whole thing turns like on. Like fire it, and everything? Yeah, I'll show you. It's cool. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, no flames, but there's lighting and stuff like that. Okay. And, and smoke and stuff comes out. So it's, it's pretty cool. That is so cool. These these guys at Disney, they know how to make a story. Like yeah. That's what it's all about. Well, it feels like you're in like uh, an iteration of Black Spire Outpost. Well, that's, and that's, that's cool. kind of the essence of Star Wars, right? It's like, okay, well, there's this thing here. And where did this, where did this engine come from? What kind of engine is it? There probably is a type. There probably is a ship that it yeah. comes from, right? There's yeah. this whole backstory. There's this whole to, corporate yeah, that yeah, built yeah. it, and, yep. it. It's just, it's so impressive, man. Yeah. So, uh, so going away from that, uh, two different areas. I'll go, in my mind, I'm going to go to the right. So then there's the Savvy's Workshop, which has the, where you build the lightsabers and stuff like yep. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Savvy's scrapyard, quote unquote, out because <laughs> they, they sell you scrap metal. They don't sell you lightsabers. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I, I know the yeah. lore. <laughs> the lore behind it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. As you go past that, there's the droid depot where you make the droids, which I have some footage from that. I'll show you guys later. Okay. Uh. And that's actually really cool. Uh. To be honest, as much as I'm like this thing will just collect dust in my house, I really wanted to build a droid in the droid. Oh yeah. Depot. Oh, my nieces and nephews got them. They they were. They They're, were running them at their house like crazy. Yeah, you can get uh, our like art like astromech models, like R two style models. But they're like smaller. They're yeah, 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 yeah they're, they're smaller. Like, yeah, this big remote. Yeah. You can get the bigger ones. They're like really expensive, but you can get them. Oh, uh, and then there's also BB units. Yeah, so the ball droids, oh, and you get yeah. remote control. You can control them and drive them around and stuff like that. Wow, yeah. and they make noises too, depending on what chip you put in them. Similar to like, the Kyber crystals, you can change out for the sabers. Change out their voices. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really cool. I and think they got, interact with each other too. Yeah, they do. And they have yeah. like their own personalities. Yeah, there's like, a, that's yeah. what they are. Their personality chips. Yeah, yeah. So there's like huh. I think eight different ones right now, uh, but they're they are so cool. They, like it's attention to detail stuff that they do. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're nice droids too. Like I, like yeah. many of his nephews have one of them built like a red astromech droid. It looks really cool. Yeah, and like you can I, take like just random color parts and just throw it together yeah. however you want. That's like, really it, rad. like it's uh, it's funny. It's like a big conveyor belt. And just random parts are on it. And That's you pick so the parts you cool. want off the conveyor. <laughs> wow. And then you go and assemble it. That's yeah. so cool. It's cool. Yeah, it is. <laughs> These guys, man. Oh, well, yeah, but they cost you like an arm and a leg. But <laughs> You know what? The thing is... is It's the experience, I, though. I, I grant that those parts are definitely che- like, cheap as shit. I, probably. I don't want to say they're that cheap because obviously you showed us your lightsaber here. Yeah. And they're not cheap parts. But they're cheap. They're not nearly the price that you pay. But that's no. not what you're paying for. No, no, you're not. You're right. You're. It's a, it's the experience, and it's a great experience. It's like, like a you're, mini. You're living a story. You're yeah. living a mini story. Yeah, and I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, especially, um, I think that all ages could have a blast in in the, even just the Droid Depot, but like all throughout the park. It's just it. Oh, that section of the park is so much fun. Just the. You, would you say it's one of their? I mean, I know you're a Star Wars fan, but. Would you say it's probably one of their best for um, what's what I'm looking for? How oh. how you involved you? How much you feel in that world when you are there? Immersion. Like immersion. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's uh, unparalleled. Uh, wow. 
Disney has stepped up their game um, all throughout the park throughout the years. Like they've always done a very, very good job yeah. of making you feel immersed in whatever ride you're going on. But this whole section of park is phenomenal. Like, sure, all of like the Adventureland stuff, like that, different areas of like Magic uh, Magic Kingdom. Uh, like even in the frontier area where there's like oh, Thunder yeah. Mountain and Splash yeah, yeah. Mountain, yeah. like those are still themed, right? Right. It's like to the next level of yeah. That. And those are impressive, even though they're older. Like they're, yeah. they're very impressive. Like to, like I was looking around when we were boarding. Um, uh, I think it was um the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs ride, and you're yes. boarding inside of like a cave. It's a mine. A, a lot, yeah, a mine. And a lot of it takes place within the mine. But then even at the end of the ride, you go by the the the, the home castle. Yeah, no, too. you go by the home. Yeah. like the like the dwarf home in the yeah. woods, and they have like actual animatronic versions of them dancing around in there. Yes, yeah, like it's no it's way. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, and it looks good. It like, does. That, look that's good, the yeah. wild thing, and uh, and it's funny because when we exited the ride. Like you'd see the backside of the house, and I realized, oh, that's the same house. They're just they're in there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, it was such Consider a trip. Being a mechanical engineer in that place, oh, dude, it's oh, a like dream. a, ro- a robotics, robotics, an absolute robotic dream. Tech. Yeah, you there must be robotics techs running around like crazy. Oh yeah, probably. I, I've always wondered if the if the robotics tech just kind of go in dressed as like a part of the world. Like, <laughs> probably you're, not. You're no. going to the Star Wars world. You need to put on the Star they Wars like kit, engineering oh, kit. They have like a and stone, go... and they just like duck down under the stone like a turtle. That, that's <laughs> no, they, just, they wear like imperial armor or something yeah, yeah. like that. Not imperial, so maybe like a rebel armor, and they just go down there and they're just fixing yeah, yeah. And they just look like they're that's someone funny. fixing. They probably that's do funny. because here's the funny thing: no matter where I was in Star Wars land, uh, Galaxy's Edge. Uh, all of the people working there, like the Disney cast members, yeah. is what they're called, um, always in character, would never refer to money as anything other than credits. credits yeah. yeah. And like they would have to give you in Star Wars examples and match it to things that they've quote unquote heard of from the real world. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it was entertaining watching them play that kind of like little maze that yeah. they have to play. It's kind of difficult, but at the same time. It adds to it. Yeah. It, and they're all dressed up like in Star Wars. There, there's probably a level oh, of like they hate it because they, they're dressed up in a hot day. But at the same time, you kind of get to D&D role play this role. It's so awesome. And, and a lot of them act, I mean, whether or not if it's just because they're getting paid to do it, but they all act genuinely happy. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time. I think they're all having a good thing time. Because you can tell, yeah. even if someone is faking it, like they're, they're either really good actors, like you could always see into someone who's an unhappy person. It's hard soul. for them. Well, to be the, these, these guys, though, probably came from other Disney parks and they probably had to audition for this role within oh. Galaxy's Edge. So I'm sure they only, I'm sure they had thousands of people apply and they only took a couple yeah they had cinderella who's like i would love star wars put me in star wars yeah yeah. i'll audition for that yeah exactly you're like the bell the bell was like okay make me ray (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure she had to audition for that but uh my mother-in-law was saying when she was watching the kids play with their robots when when they were there that uh ray came up behind her and said like are you with the resistance yeah (laughs) yeah. and and so they're like they're fully a character and like interacting with you like you are also in their world like it's just it's wild i I would love to make sure, because I, I don't think I've ever really heard any one of those actors really speak out. I, I would love to, if, if I can confirm that they're being treated well, paid well, and everything's going okay, totally cool with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd just be course. worried if, like, I hate the idea of someone faking happiness, because to yeah. me that hurts my soul when they're like, my my wife has cancer right now, yeah. and uh, life is terrible, my dad just died. You, you can Are see- you part of the resistance? <laughs> You're like, oh, God, no, I can't <laughs> handle that, no, no. Like, I, I don't like that notion that, that it's, it's kind of like the I'm sure stripper. there's enough rays playing that role that, that they can, can take a day out. off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, sure. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, the stripper's like, no, I'm just doing this for school. And you're like, I know you're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um, there, there has been a couple of times where uh, people are walking past, like there's little patrols that happen depending on the different areas of Galaxy's Edge. You'll have Kylo Ren walking with stormtroopers and stuff like that. Nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'll comment on things that people are doing. Like one guy at one point had a lightsaber out. One of the stormtroopers was like, put that thing away. We know you're not a Jedi. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they'll just throw like light shade, right? Like just yeah, a little bit of shade so good. at you. Just enough so that they, because it's kind of a, a weird reason. Because, you know, you'd think in, in lore, they kind of have to be really careful. Because in lore, if you do like, oh, you're a Jedi, you have a lightsaber. They have to kind of do something they, about yeah. it so they, in lore. So they style? just dismiss people. Yeah, 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 they dismiss it. And it's kind yeah. of a, fu- it's comical. Yeah. Yet in character, like. 
we know a lightsaber doesn't mean you're a fuck. Just, <laughs> just go put that back in the heap you found it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you fucking mook. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I love it. So, <laughs> so there's, there's some good interactions there. Uh, and just like strippers, you can totally stuff money in between their armor plates. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like slide a 20 in there. Good job, buddy. It was kind of weird, though, because there was actually points where I would see um, stormtroopers dressed up in their full armor with their guns patrolling, but they were up on areas where we couldn't even get to. Like They were just there Wild. to show a presence. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, and they would just patrol and look at people and stuff like that. It was it was interesting. Holy shit. So, Did, uh, didn't you say like one of them shouted out a kid? Like down below, like doing something. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, that definitely happens. He's yeah. like, move along, or like, yeah, something. It's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's it's they do f- like funny do, little things. Do they have the voice modulation yes. like Stormtrooper? They kind of yeah. move along. Like, and I, I can't and even I think do it. Even even with Kylo Ren, even with Kylo Ren, I I'm not now. I don't know this for a fact, but it seems like it was actually Adam Driver's voice. So I wonder if they just have a bunch of pre-recorded things oh, that he can say. They have like and, a sound bar or something. Or something. Yeah, and then like. I, assume whenever I wouldn't they're... put it past an actor that was fully in character to like emulate that. Yeah, maybe, and, and maybe they do, and maybe they have the modulation in the helmet. To, yeah, because to... he had modulation in, in the helmet when yeah. he did the acting. So, so I'm wondering it could be like that because, and that wouldn't surprise me to be honest, because I had seen there's a uh, performance thing that they do called uh, Monsters Inc. Mike's Laughing Floor yeah. in Magic Kingdom, and they will actually say things that the audience put in to the show, but they will actually interact with people in the audience right. as monsters on the screen. Right. Ah. So there's voice actors doing that show at that live. time, live. Yeah, yeah. So it's... Wait, is this like a 3D thing that they project or something? Yeah. It's yeah. A, yeah. yeah. It's a this video. kind of reminds me of um, Black Mirror. They did this. There was an episode of Black Mirror where they Oh, had yeah, the s- guy who's like on the truck he did or the politi- He was trying to be. He tried to be like a comedic character and he turned political. Yeah. That's kind of using the oh, yeah. probably a very similar technology. Uh, yeah, uh, I would assume so. I mean, I don't know how Black Mirror probably just didn't. It's post immediate, stuff, mo- but it's, like it's immediate mocap. So yeah. someone's in a, in his case, he was in a semi. Actually, he was kind of had joysticks, but I could imagine someone in like a quick little mocap suit, just talking to people, just yeah. talking. So it's it's quickly processing the mocap, and it, and it was good too. Like it was good stuff, uh, and it was pretty entertaining. When that was the Monsters Inc. thing. So I mean, if they've got that. And they've got the voices for those kinds of characters. They must have the same for the Star Wars sure. ones. So, I don't know. It's interesting. It's a question mark. I don't know. It sounds like they did a better job. I, I, I'm always usually disappointed in theme parks when I enter a theme park and they're like, this is Galaxy's Edge. You'll feel like you're in Star Wars. And then you walk in. It's like, yeah, there's there's Cinderella's Castle. There's still the ride over yeah. there. You don't really feel no, they, they, in the world. Well, what's they, crazy, too, is you showed me like the Coca-Cola bottles and logos and stuff. Yes. The Coca-Cola bottles are like round and like the, the logos the cap, are like and the cap is like a mechanical cap yeah no shit yeah and, and the logos look like they're written in basic so they have to they probably have to agree with that with coke and yep. oh Desa- yeah contracts yeah. Desa- yeah. Desa- Desa- bottles even, are like that too but that, that's the crazy Arabesh. thing is like even yeah. even the branded items there are are, are, are put into that world oh, that's right fantastic yeah so and you're right because a lot of other parks you go to you know won't go to that extent right to make mm-hmm. it an immersive experience because they take it as two tongue-in-cheek but here's you know disney sort of pulling all the stops possible, right? Yeah. To try and, and make sure that it's immersive. It's not just Coke. It's uh, they do it for Sprite. Yeah, and I think there's a Diet Coke version as wow. well. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, yeah, they just so, do it for all branded materials. Yeah, yeah. Right? All, all, you all can the bottles buy. are the same. They're like like circular fl- like orb flasks. Yeah, and they have like a this like it looks like a gear. They're just not pop. the standard. No. Yeah, you almost want to like just take those and take them home. <laughs> that, that, I think you I, did. Didn't I, you? I, yeah, I've got mine. Uh, I didn't pack it though. It's coming on the on oh okay the come long back. trip. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, along with my blade for my lightsaber, Sweet. I didn't want to pack that either. Sweet. Oh, I see. That's why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, outside of the Droid Depot, uh, there's an area where they're selling blue and green milk, <laughs> and uh, as you get to the ward, that area, uh, it's kind of funny because it's like right next to the Droid Depot is a bunch of droids that are just kind of randomly go active, and they're like life size models. But just past it is this area, and like the lights are hanging off of wires. And instead of like dome lights, they're like uh, astromech head that's been turned into like a light, oh, a lamp awesome. thing. So yeah. they all shine down in different areas and stuff. And it looks like it's all scrapyard stuff. That's great. Cool. That's kind of Star Wars universe is yeah, scrapyard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And like you'll see like a, there's a probe droid that like the head parts pulled off, but the wiring still goes in the body and it's <laughs> up on the wall. It's cool. So what what is blue milk then in this world in, okay, in so, their version? So their version of blue milk is entertaining. Uh, it's like a, kind of like a mixture between a smoothie and a slushy. 
Okay. It's like it's, a vanilla not, smoothie type of thing? Um, it's like a fruity kind of taste to it. The blue one. I only have the blue one. Uh, the green one I didn't have. And my reason for not having it is because there was a group. Imagine if like we went to Galaxy's Edge like as a group. Yeah. And we were drinking a lot. And so that's what these guys were. <laughs> and one of them decided, now that I've been drinking all day, I'm going to have green milk. Oh. And oh, no. he had it. For a while. <laughs> uh, but then they decided to make a return. Yeah. Then he, yeah. And then anyone was like, maybe I can refund this. Yeah. <laughs> but when that started to happen, he realized, oh, hell, I'm going to like ruin all these kids' day. So he puts his hands up to his face. No, you never put and, your hands and up he, to your no, face. No, he was a pro. He contained that shit. <laughs> And he went straight to the washroom. Wow, uh, a man. little bit was leaking through his fingers. I felt really bad for the guy. Wow. Uh, so if you, if you're listening, whoever you are, reach out definitely. My experience bad. at one of the Disney shops in Orlando with that same situation did not go as well. Yeah. <laughs> Kid threw up behind me on the ground and it splashed all over my legs. Oh, <laughs> it was pretty gross. That yeah, sucks. It was pretty gross. But uh, anyway, I, I've actually heard the green milk was actually pretty good. I just yeah. I just didn't have it. Uh, <laughs> you didn't have it in you. Neither did he. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Could have just tried some of his. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've it would have bir- had a little bit extra liquor in it. I've, I've seen birds. I know how this works. <laughs> You're like, don't go to the bathroom. Come here. You can come here. You can actually. <laughs> you just lay down. Oh my God. <laughs> so the the milks you can actually get alcoholic as well. Yeah, but but they're oh, like really? yeah, okay. you get like rum. And they're like twelve ninety five a pop. So realistically, that's like yeah. a cost effective way to do it. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's expensive. So uh, going past that, you go to there's Oga's Cantina, which you need a reservation for, unless you get really lucky, like me, <laughs> just happen to be there Restaurant? when they're uh, no a literal cantina built. So just a bar. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and you can go in there for 45 minutes at a, at a time. And I got pictures. I don't know why I'll Hold show on. it to you. Is there is there is there like a drink package you can get for Disney, like unlimited drinks for X amount? No. Of oh God, I wish. Oh, okay, I had to think about this. No. Oh man, if that ever existed, I'm let sure they're alcoholic drinks. Well, are they really just expensive. recently yeah. started yeah. serving alcohol at Disney, yeah. Disney parks. I so think. Uh, in Oga's, the rule is that you're only supposed to have two drinks per sitting while you're in there. Um, but I know that I went through my two drinks really, really quickly, and they offered me a third. They, they ask, like, are you okay to have a third, whatever. Like, they don't want you getting drunk and puking your green no, milk exactly. over children. Right. I'm, sure, I'm sure they come pretty but, weak, though, don't they? No, not in Oga's. That's really? the one thing I was going to say. Yeah, like, your drinks throughout the park are actually not bad. They, they have yeah. a pretty good alcohol content They because it's expensive, and they don't chintz you on the on the price. That's, that's it's good. Not, it's not like they're not double hitting you, right? Right. They're not, hey, this is expensive and watered down. Right. No, it's like, it's expensive. It's not watered down though. But that's the Disney way. Is it's, it's it costs more. But like, yeah. You know, I, like but it is the, what it like is. Like the donuts in the Magic Kingdom. Like you buy yeah. you buy donut, but it's a massive donut. Sounds right? like I'm bringing yeah. a flask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I would. Yeah. Yeah. I would do that. But um, definitely go to Oga's. Uh, there's a couple of drinks on there that are actually really really good. Um, and the two drinks that stood out to me are the Outer Rim, uh, which is like a tequila mix. Really really nice. It's like a bright kind of like orangey pink color. Hmm. Uh, whatever it's come they all Orange come milk. in like oh well, yeah they all come in different kinds of glasses yeah, but the other one's called a bestman fizz and that one's actively bubbling when you get it oh that's cool and it's bubbling throughout the whole damn time there's like little nod- like jelly nodules in the bottom that cause the bubbling oh nice okay so it like releases whatever yeah. whatever yeah coincidentally these are also sex moves in the star wars universe <laughs> yeah so. of, of course <laughs> uh but uh no it was actually really entertaining they have a droid in there who's like the dj and he has like a solemn script that he goes through. You can hear the whole uh, soundtrack on Spotify. Oh, that's cool. Um, just type in really? Oga's. Yeah, type in Oga's Cantina. Oh, I didn't up. know that. Yeah. Okay, shout out for Oga's Cantina on Spotify. Yeah. Boom. Um, and uh, and then there's one point where the, the whole cantina starts going dark, like the thing depowers, because the whole idea is that it's powered by a hyperdrive unit, and uh. the hyperdrive kicks out at one point. So then there's a whole skit that the bar people go through. Where they go to kind of reboot it and they hit they reboot by hitting it with a hammer. That's amazing, <laughs> dude. That's so amazing. It, it was entertaining. Uh, but yeah, so that was that was pretty good. Um, so just past Oga's, this is where you get to like the the big ticket things. Smuggler's Run is there, but right out in front of Smuggler's Run is the Falcon. Yes, I've seen pictures of that one. Yeah, I thought that was the only ship. That's why I was so amazed by Ooh. the A wing and the X wing. Oh, everyone the, oh, showed pictures of the Millennium oh, yeah. Falcon. 
Oh, no, I sorry, I forgot to mention. Uh, to get to Ogas, you gotta go through the First Order outpost. That area has a Thai echelon, also life-size. <laughs> okay. The I, fuck? Yeah. I actually looked up the playlist for, for oh, Ogas oh, Cantina. Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. So the first song is called Mad About, Mad About Me. The One of them is called uh, Ula Shuka. I'm guessing relating yeah. to Ula from Jabba's Palace. One of them is called Alugahu. <laughs> I'm not yeah. even sure what that is. One of them is called Bai TT, which sounds like something the um, uh, Ewoks say, or not Ewoks, the, uh, the, J- the Jawas say. And then there was one, uh, what was the, a droid one. It's called Beat Boop Bop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's some really good ones in here. Batu Boogie. They're What's actually, up, Chica? <laughs> for for, for uh, ambient music, it was actually really nice. I'm not going to lie, like, I actually had a blast in the cantina. That's awesome. Like, I mean, I, yeah, you can't play that on this. <laughs> That's not going to work. Oh, you can totally hear it. Oh, yeah. A little bluesy. It's pretty <laughs> cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some techno blues. Ooh. Yeah, and the music's loud. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Actually, I dig that. I'm going to I'm gonna save this off. I'm going to listen to this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty there, sweet. There's a, some really weird songs there, but they're pretty good. Uh, it but it adds the environment, right? And uh, yeah. and it's uh, like it's really cool. Like in the bar, uh, they have like uh, one of the tap things is uh, lightsaber. Another one's like droid arm or something. They got IG unit headpieces for some of the uh, <laughs> for the, some of the different. I heard that pieces. um, you can actually go in the Falcon for pictures. Uh, you can go up to the Falcon for pictures. I don't know if you can go into the Falcon for pictures, but you can get pictures, quote unquote, out in the Falcon by going on Smuggler's Run. There's a section right before uh. you get on the ride. And it is the uh, passenger lounge for the Falcon. Oh, see, I thought people. I saw people with pictures in the uh, cockpit. Yeah, which is also Smuggler's Run. That's oh, the okay. ride. Yeah, that's the ride. It, yeah. So uh, I'll quickly. Oh, is that the ride? Yeah. Oh. oh, you're gonna be a little impressed on this. So the way that Smuggler's Run works, uh, you haven't really watched Rebels or Clone Wars. No, have you? no. So you're gonna want to do that before you go, because there's a character very prominently featured in it called Hondo Onaka. And he's a space pirate, really comical character. You'll like him for sure. Uh, and his whole thing is like he's running a legitimate business, and he's really excited about it, and he's 100% a pirate. <laughs> so so uh, uh, as you're waiting in line, you go past like this engine that they're trying to repair at the place, and it does not go well. Whenever randomly it'll start, like they're doing tests and stuff, mm-hmm. and so the thing starts to overheat and stuff like that as you're kind of going past it. It's like a big workshop. Like I guess I had pictures I will show. That's like your queue line? It's your queue line, yeah. And then uh, once you get past the queue line, you're in the passenger lounge for the Falcon. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, but right before that, you actually talk to Hondo. And there's I've actually seen two versions of this. So one, there's an animatronic Hondo who talks to you, and he's giving you like the whole spiel on like, hey, you're going to be doing this job for us. Uh, so we're looking for different flight crews. And that's kind of like the idea is like on the ride, you are the flight crew for the Falcon. Okay. Um, and Chewie is lending the Falcon out to you to, to do this. Because yeah. the idea is that you're helping Hondo acquire coaxium, the fuel, yep. for uh, hyperdrive units to sell to the resistance. So Chewie's giving him the ships because he's helping the resistance. Yeah. But Hondo's making money off the sell. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, That's so cool. Yeah, and so he he'll talk to you and he gives you the whole like kind of run of the mission. It's very entertaining. But the, at one point, the animatronic must have broken down because I went back to it, and he wasn't there. And he instead appeared up on screens as the character. Oh, so they have a backup in case the animatronics. Fuck Interesting. Up. Wow. I didn't yeah, know that. I didn't know that. That either. makes that makes sense for them because they don't want to stop the ride. No, the fun they don't. don't stop. Yeah, so they got to do everything they can to mitigate downtime. Yeah. So they obviously made videos. To do that, yeah, they know it's a cheaper version, so that but they're just doing it as a last. Yeah, and I mean to be honest, there's so much to look at in that room anyway. I I didn't really care. Yeah. Um, like you still see the ships out in the background of where Hondo's standing and stuff like that. Instead of where Hondo was before, is a bunch of boxes oh. that are like different hiding like, loot. the track or whatever. Oh, h- hiding where he is. Yeah. yeah, he's actually above you, so you would never see the track anyway. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but anyway, so yeah, that whole thing was fun. Get in the uh, passenger lounge with the Falcon, and randomly, uh, I only know this because I saw this one time, but didn't see the other, because I've been on the ride twice now, uh, the Falcon started f- freaking out. There's actually a, a button in the back area of the lounge that the cast members start yelling at people to go hit to, <laughs> to stop the Falcon from essentially overloading. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of entertaining as you're kind of waiting to board the actual ride. <laughs> 
uh, when you board, you're actually sitting in the cockpit of the Falcon, and the whole thing is that you are working as a team to steal from the First Order. They have a train that mm-hmm. you're stealing the Quaxium from. And depending on how good you work as a team, because it's all simulated, but you have full control over the Falcon. Oh, okay. So all, it's almost like a mini video game. Yep, it is. So if, uh, let's say, I'm pl- in Han's seat, you're in Chewie's seat, I steer the Falcon left and right, you go up and down. Okay. Uh, the gunners Ooh, wow. control the guns, and the engineers control the harpoons and do repairs in case we take damage. Nice. And you are scored at the end of it. Uh, it's your cut of the uh, of the profits. Oh, nice. So uh, I've done two ways. First time I went on, some rando was in the cockpit with me because everyone's like, I'm going to get motion sickness, yada, yada. So I'm like, okay, well, whatever. So this new person joins in, and they decided that the Falcon, since it's a disc shape, could probably survive the whole fucking ride on the ground. <laughs> so they skimmed the whole fucking area. Holy crap. And we took so much damage to our ship. <laughs> I ended with a cut of 35 credits. <laughs> <laughs> but you still made money. And we only got one thing of coaxium. The second time, I had an experienced crew with me. We got two things of coaxium oh. and a alternate ending. Oh, did uh, you get more money? Yes, a shit ton more oh, money. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, we were pretty close to max, actually. I think the max is like 13K or something. Oh, like that. Okay, we cool. got like 11 something. Sweet. So you mentioned there. Oh, there's some guys not in, a, not in the cockpit with us. The fuck? So how much of the ship is built during this game? Uh, so the whole cockpit is designed yep. and built. And you're I'm in guessing that. there's a digital screen in front of you. Well, like, yeah, the, the panels. Like, the glass. No, like, the, the glass. Yeah. No, the glass. Oh, itself. is the panel. Is oh, the panel. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so it like wraps around you above and on yes, the sides. Yeah. And, yeah. and the whole simulator moves. It's a full on simulator. Yeah, yeah. And I'm guessing yeah. like you get in the. I, I, I always imagine a world where there's this you kind go, of. There's the. Because the, the lounge connects directly to the cockpit. Kind right? of. There's a. There's a. Hall, there's a, mid, a there's like there's a bent a, hallway. Bent hallway. So the way it works is you sit in the uh, lounge, get your instructions, and what's happening is literally the cockpit is moving into place. It's, so you sit in, and then the cockpit moves so that there's someone else behind you. Oh, no. You. So the way that they did that was actually kind of interesting. So what they do is they send you off towards the engineering section, and then you branch around another hallway, and those other hallways are designed to make it look like you're going back to the cockpit. There's something like 18 cockpits that are running at simultaneously. Oh, that's oh, smart. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're, 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 they were pretty witty about it. And uh, you actually get the lowdown of each position of what you're doing right before you get in the cockpit. Hondo talks to you over a vidcom. Nice. Uh, so it's pretty cool. That's awesome. That's uh, so awesome. Yeah, same voice actor. So if when you hear him in the animated series, you're same one on the ride. So if you're not in the cockpit, where are you? Uh, when you're no, you know, you are in the cockpit during the ride. But even the engineers and the yeah, everyone just sits behind you. It's like an extended, uh, slightly version of the cockpit. Okay, uh, just to uh, accommodate six people. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So and that's pretty good. And when you get out of the ship uh, and start walking down the halls. It's uh, damage and stuff from from when you were on the ride because you take laser <laughs> damage and stuff like that. That's cool. awesome. Uh, but I'm not going to talk too much about the details of the ride. I think there's also I know that I know there's an alternate mode. I think there's also an alternate path in the ride. So nice. depending on how you do it, the alternate mode I know how to do, and it's entertaining as shit. It's because uh, normally during the ride, Hondo is yelling at you like, "Hey, get behind the train!" Yada yada, kind of giving you like up to date yeah. instructions, uh, all in character, really entertaining. But there's a way so you can overwrite the controls. It's called Chewy mode, and it's just Chewbacca roaring at you, and you have no idea what the fuck he's saying. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So the whole time he's just shouting at you in Wookiees. Yeah, yeah, oh that's fantastic. Yeah, sure, Wookie. Yeah, so um, it's entertaining. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Um, <laughs> you have no idea what the. I have saying. not done it personally. If I went with friends and we went more than once on the ride, I'd be like, "Yes, we're doing this." I would want to do that. Oh yeah, for I sure. Yeah. Um, but the people we were with were not. It was their first time on the ride for one or two of them. So I was like, "Let's not ask." You, you should. You should have just done it and then just responded well, no, to Chewbacca like you knew what he was saying. <laughs> well, the <laughs> whole so it would have been hilarious. That would have been sweet. <laughs> but uh, the whole thing to do it, everybody on the on the simulator needs to be on board with it because every station needs to do something to unlock them. Oh, okay. It's really simple shit. So only only the pros could do it. Oh, you look it up on, you already on Google. It's easy yeah. as shit. Yeah. But uh, the whole idea is that you can only access it if everybody on the ride is a That's fantastic to. that they added that shit. That's so sweet. The, the little little Easter, little Easter eggs. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's fun. And it's cool too because like throughout the simulation, people who are doing the engineer stuff and the gunner stuff, I mean, those are probably like the lamest roles because you're not piloting the Falcon. They're meant for children. Uh, 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 there's, there's some skill <laughs> to the engineer. Things. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's not hard to do. It's just, it's, there's different stuff associated to it. It's not as cool as like if you're actually sitting in the gunning seat of the oh, Falcon. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's, there's yeah. a little lamer than that. Like the engineers have to hit different buttons to, you know, do different subsystem right. repairs and stuff like that. It but, sounds like a mini version of Artemis or the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Star, that's Star a good Trek way of looking at it. Whatever. Yeah. That's a good way of looking at it. Uh, but the pilots, uh, you have everything from like the hyperdrive to pull it, uh, to do that. To actually initiate hyper, hyper sounds drive. like the pilot and Chewy position get the best. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, how about you give us a high level then of uh, Rise of the Resistance, which is kind of their premier attraction oh, uh, within the Galaxy's Edge? Okay, so Rise of the Resistance. There's a couple things to say. First off, Rise of the Resistance was a phenomenal experience. It is not a super thrilling ride. No, it's a story. It's a story. Yeah. And you're a part of that story, and it's really, really fucking well done. Mm. Like, to the point that I actually stepped off of the first section, and I was stunned. Like, literally stopped moving for a second. I was like, where am I right now? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and I'll explain why. <laughs> but It sounds okay. like that's where they're going with a lot of their rides, because even the Avatar one... The newer Avatar Yo, one was Avatar it's one. a story. It's oh, not. It's, it's not a thrilling. Like I'm going oh, around corners actually, at high speeds. It's actually, like, no, 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 you are. Oh, dude. Yeah, and oh. the Avatar one. The Avatar one's phenomenal. By the way, anybody who ever has the chance mm. to go on it, go on it 100. percent I was talking about the one where you're on like the horse and you're walking through the Navi and the Navi. Oh, it's not the horse. Uh, it used to be. Like, oh, you're talking about the. Uh, that's it, the boat ride. Yeah, the boat ride. That's the boat one. ride's slow. Yeah. Um. That's, but but the the big one that people go on to it's is like the, a flying digital yeah, one. Yes, where you're on a banshee. Yeah, yeah. And that is phenomenal. Okay. That is like you have not experienced anything like it. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode a little bit early. We will pick it up later on in the week with all about Rise of the Resistance. So look out for part two of Ronan Geek Official Podcast, episode 82. Talk to you then. <laughs>